and welcome to another episode of the Root of Our Health podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth, a board-certified health and wellness coach and a certified functional medicine health coach. Each and every other week, I will be talking about topics that has to do with alternative health and wellness for women as we celebrate the second half of our lives. These episodes will range from solo to interviewing professionals in the space, as well as getting to know everyday people like you and how we can implement simple bite-sized habits in our daily lives that will help us thrive. In today's episode, I am actually doing a solo episode about my Sober October recap. But first, this episode is brought to you by Neurotropics Depot. Neurotropics Depot features an extensive range of dietary supplements and nootropic compounds. Neurotropics Depot offers the best nootropics and natural extracts from industry-leading manufacturers, including Namex, I did have the owner on the show, Verdure Sciences, Embrya Health Science, and Exareal Biomed. We p- Nootropics Depot provides a variety of dietary supplements and nootropic compounds in both capsule and powder forms, allowing you to develop the best nootropic stack. So why is Nootropics Depot the best place to buy nootropics and dietary supplements? From comic culinergix to whole fruiting body, medicinal mushroom extracts, and fish oil supplements, Nootropics Depot provides a wide range of dietary supplements and nootropic compounds. Sort the product selection by use, such as nootropics, amino acid supplements, mushroom extract supplements, or increasingly popular Ayurvedic supplements. When you buy from Nootropics Depot, you can trust that you are getting a quality product that has undergone extensive testing for both purity and identity. Nootropics Depot routinely conducts in-house and third-party lab testing to ensure product authenticity and efficacy. Please click on the link in the show notes to get started at Nootropics Depot. Now back to my Sober October recap. Why did I do a Sober October? Uh, Let me preface this by saying that I have actually gone six months without any alcohol before. However, that is not when I was single and uh, my ex actually does not drink. So it was very easier to not drink and just do my life, basically. Going into singlehood (laughs) is a little different. You go on dates, you go socializing, right? You, You do all of these social events and hanging out with friends and everything. So alcohol is almost front and center when it when it comes to that. And I basically during the summer have gone a little crazy with my consumption, so to speak, and try to balance it out with doing everything as usual, having my you know, my morning routine, eating right, exercising, trying to do all that, right? September 
came to head. And actually in August, I was saying I need to slow down. Fall, winter is coming up and I need to kind of, you know, bring it back a little bit and slow down. I was ready to do that uh, outside of September, starting off already around the Labor Day weekend and just every single weekend, basically binge shrinking. So I don't have a problem. This is going to sound like an intervention. I don't have a problem or AA. I don't have a problem with alcohol per se in terms of I don't need it. It's just when I am out, I tend to binge drink. And that in itself is not very healthy. And I know this. That is what happened in September. Every single weekend, I binge drank, whether it was with, again, friends and celebrating anniversaries and just in general. Then came COVID. <laughs> so right after the last time, uh, the last weekend that I drank, or I, I had COVID. That did it for me. That did it right there for me. I knew I was not treating my body the way it should be treated, the way I have worked hard to treat it. I just basically used it as a human garbage, garbage can, which is against what I stand for. Okay, it's fine. It's said and done. Got COVID, realized it's probably because I was not the even the vitamins the minerals the nutrients that I was trying to put in my body was not getting digested correctly because of the alcohol and first before I go into the effects of alcohol I, I, so my history with, with, with alcohol, I have family members who uh, were alcoholics and my grandfather, who I never knew, uh, actually passed away or died from cirrhosis of the liver. It's in my family. It's not like everybody's an alcoholic or drunk or anything like that. I don't have, which is the, the best thing. I don't have an addicted personality when it comes to that maybe to exercise, uh, you know, but that's a, to me, that's a good addiction. It's a healthy addiction. History for me include in, in terms of alcohol, I, of course, in your twenties, you're just going to go buck wild. You're, well, not everybody, but many people do tend to go a little bit overboard in their twenties thinking that they are invincible. Well, that's what happened to me. And I did not fare well with alcohol. I all a lot of times sick, basically throwing up, emotional, it's just just not good times when it came to alcohol. Yet kept doing it. And I I think that's that's the epitome of a drug, right? It, it gets you, it gets you to that point and then it, it has a hold on you. Uh, I, so that's, that's the history in terms of what I was abusing alcohol back in the day. 
then obviously was doing it more socializing and uh, every now and then, yeah, I slipped up, binge drank, but was, was able to take control of it. And I think control is, is a good word at this point is take control of when, where, how, and, and basically work on myself more. So when, when all of this happened, I lost control and that I did not like at all. And when it comes to not just the physio, physiologically, physiological, excuse me, effects of the alcohol, but the psychological effects of the alcohol as well, right? I, I tended to use that as a coping mechanism, of course. I think we, uh, many of us do when we drink alcohol is to cope with what's going on, cope with or, or use it as a distraction. Uh, I it was distracting myself immensely in the summer and knew that I had to get a hold of it. And when September hit and distracted even more and COVID hit, I, I, that was my, <laughs> that was my lowest point. That right there was my lowest point. And it's not just because I got COVID. I get it. I was trying to skate through and be all like, yeah, I'm never getting it. That wasn't it. It's, I take pride in my health and wellness. And when my pride got hurt, I got hurt, meaning I just, my emotion and mental, I, I just couldn't take it. I, I felt like I failed myself. And I even had a friend ask me why I, why I got so upset. I take pride in being the one that could not get sick. I didn't get sick since 2012 or 2013. That's the last time I was sick. Literally last time I was sick outside of maybe a few allergies that come in. So when this happened, I was like, that's it. I'm doing sober October. And I, cause I felt like I was getting back to what I was in my twenties. Now I, I, I said this and maybe, you know, watch for what you say. Cause I, was saying 45 is the new 25. <sighs> Listen, <laughs> stop. And I have to, I'm telling myself this, but even people who are referencing going backwards, stop. We're 45. Yes, we may feel like, you know, a little bit younger, but we're never going to be 25. And frankly, I am happy to not be 25. I am happier being 45. Bringing forty-five-year-old woman looking like, not looking like I'm forty-five, and that has to do with not drinking so much, keeping my health and wealth or wellness in check, fitness, all of that. That's what happens when you keep up with that. That's the that's the anti-aging. Forget all of these creams. Forget all of these potions. Forget all of these whatever. That's out there. Anti-aging is just living healthy. And that's mind, body, soul, everything. All right. I got off a tangent because I 
that wasn't on my notes, but I just feel like that it has to be said that it's interesting. A lot of people reference that the way I look, or I don't look the way, you know, my age, which again, I take pride in that. Right. So when I, when I do this over October, people were like, well, how, why, why? And I wanted to say, well, what you see right now is because of how I treat my body and respect myself. And when I drink, it's not, not good at all. And the reason is for me personally, I don't metabolize alcohol that good at all. I, uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll drink a little and, and already get buzzed, I'm, you know, small and everything. So in any case, I don't metabolize alcohol well. And given all of that, and I did a little bit of research. Yes, I did. Cause you know, that's who I am. I actually look on, looked up the effects of alcohol. So we're talking physiologically. I cannot say that word today for the life of me. I'm not editing. I'm not redoing it. So bear with me with that word. Anyway, effects of alcohol. The other factors, so other effects of alcohol, what, what I'm going to actually talk about, also includes one genetic. So again, metabolizing the alcohol is a huge factor. Organ efficiency, other issues that can influence alcohol metabolism and susceptibility to the effects of alcohol. So we got to think, we got to keep that in mind. When you see, you know, somebody else pounding 50 drinks and they're fine, and I'm sitting here a sip and I've already felt it, and I'm not really metabolizing it well, right, at this point. The other effect is shortages of B vitamins can occur because of issues with liver metabolism. Again, metabolizing that alcohol of consumed alcohol. Altered metabolism of these vitamins within the liver as well as low B vitamin intake in the diet can be affected. Mineral deficiencies of calcium, phosphorus, potassium, magnesium, zinc, and iron are also possible. These shortages in potential deficiencies may be due to lack of consumption and or the alteration in storage of nutrients due to the alcohol effects. When I was diagnosed with adrenal fatigue, I was literally, I looked on the panel of my blood test, zero. B vitamins, nothing, nothing. And this is why they say when you go through a detox or you go through anything to reset yourself, no alcohol and no caffeine. I was feeling, and I, I a little bit now, but not as much, I was feeling before the, the effects of wired and tired recently recently so this was not only in September I think maybe even in October uh as I was sober but what I'm saying is I felt the effects of being wired and tired stressed out overwhelmed and had I had this alcohol on top of it I think would have shut me down completely 
I am taking B vitamin uh, supplement all the time, every day. And so trying to keep that up and not get back to what I was is something that's top of mind. Hence why I'm also staying away from alcohol as much as I can. Other effects of alcohol that's not physiologically, <laughs> yes, poor decisions. I mean, come on. When do we ever, so I know it's truth serum, of course. You say the truth, say whatever is on your mind, well, because you don't, can't think. But you make poor decisions. Food, more alcohol, driving, emotional decisions, sending that text to your ex, all of those, I think we've all been there. These decisions we can't take back, right? These are, we can overcome them, we can move forward, but we have to learn from them. And a lot of times when we keep doing this day in and, well, week in and week out, we never learn from them. Now, I will say, <laughs> Uh, well, let me let me first get to the benefits of my 31 days without alcohol. So knowing, obviously, the effects that I can't metabolize alcohol great, my history, what happened in September, I felt amazing physically. There, and I and I have to say physically, preface physically, because I I felt. Well, I had clearer skin. I was not bloated. I literally felt like I was having a food baby each and every time I was I was eating or just bloated all the time. I you know, puffy skin, all of that I had while I, in September while I was drinking. I uh, I felt more accomplished, obviously, because I got a lot more done than being hung over and had more sleep. So bags under the eyes weren't so weren't prevalent. I say phys physically because like I said, I mentioned a little bit, I I was overwhelmed. There was a part of, in October, I, I just felt overwhelmed. There was a lot going on. I was trying to make this happen. Just a lot going on. Uh, and I, it was an interesting moment, a hot second that I thought, man, I can really use a drink. And I think that's where we go a lot of times is we, we again, distract ourselves, but we, we numb ourselves from reality, from things that we don't want to face. And I had to face it head on. And I, I broke down at one point because I was so overwhelmed. But had I just numbed myself, it, it, so breaking down also lifted me up, meaning I broke down and I said, well, I can't keep doing this. So now what am I going to do? And I made a plan and I made a progress and I'm making progress. If I was to numb myself each and every weekend of this overwhelm, things will not get accomplished or even overcome. When we numb ourselves, it's just it's just sweeping it underneath the, the carpet and for it to come up and fester again, right? It's just there. And what we have to do is we have to face it head on, open, wide, open eyes and 
sober as fuck and just say, okay, I feel this pain. I feel what I'm going through. Now, how can I get over it? And that was the big aha moment for me. I felt like there was, I, I felt like one thing that was actually good, a couple of things, one thing that was actually good during the 31 days is even I did go on a couple of dates, right? I, I did go on and I firmly said no to alcohol. I firmly said it. I had uh, sparkling water. So I felt like I had, um, what was it? Um, God, no, I can't remember the sparkling. Anyway, it was put in. Everybody knows probably as they're listening <laughs> what it is. San Pellegrino. Okay. I had that put in a wine glass for me and with lime and it just felt so nice. And I didn't need to get drunk. I don't need it. So not needing quote unquote felt good. It feels good. So with all of that said, <laughs> I am not 100% swearing off of alcohol, and I, I've already kind of dipped back into the um, the binge, and uh, I, I just basically have to plan better, and that's what it is. It's planning for success. So the last tip is planning for success. If you know you're going out, and, and I kind of did, but... Yeah, it, I, I think there has to be a stronger motivation, a stronger, uh, you know, thing behind it. And, uh, well, the sober October should have been it. But in any case, shoulda, wouldas, going forward, planning for success. And I, you know, what you do is you, you know you're going out. You have a drink whatever that looks like, and you have water right after. And if you can hold out and sip your drink and then drink maybe two glasses of water in between, if you know, reason why I binge drink, it wasn't really binge drinking. I, 6.30 till 2 a.m., I had five drinks. I had three glasses of wine and, and two tequilas. So all that time, I still, it was the lack of, it was the lack of sleep, you know, 2 a.m., shouldn't have been out. But in any case, uh, not going into my personal life here, I, um, I I literally was like, okay, it's the lack of sleep. And I think that's the other, well, I know it's the other effect of, of alcohol too, is, is you're not going to get good sleep. So why do it? Why do we drink? Why do we binge drink? Um, so let's, let's kind of plan for success. Have fun still, of course, we can all do that. But if you want to, if you want to, as I call and I'm calling it and people can poo poo on this, but hacking my age, if you all want to hack your age, I would look into your alcohol consumption because that has a lot to play with your gut health, with just overall health and see if you could tweak it. If you feel like you can do, you know, one glass a week. Go ahead and try that out. But this is the reason why I did Sober October and also the reason why I am trying to cut back on alcohol altogether. As hard as it may be, 
but it is definitely needed and important. That is all I have today. Hopefully you learned a little bit about alcohol and its effects and uh, my personal uh, journey through this ever changing <laughs> roller coaster of what you know being uh, single and, and doing my do. And uh, yeah, so uh, hopefully you took this, uh, you know, took away some some good nuggets, as I like to say. And if anybody, if you know anybody that would like to hear this, please share this. And if you can also hit that subscribe button, that's also a plus in my book. And last but certainly not least, I would love to hear your review. If you could review, rate, all of that good stuff. iTunes, just let me know what you're thinking about this podcast, this episode. Uh, again, I would love to hear from you. So thank you again for listening. And until next time. Bye.